It's an emergency broadcast of World in Union, Balls of the E's weekly rugby show with me, Mick McCarthy, and alongside Morris Brosnan. Ireland have lost to Japan, our worst defeat in, World Cup, in Rugby World Cup history. Uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity abound, Morris. We'll, we'll be back with our full show on Tuesday, but we said we're both here. We'll go, come on and give an immediate reaction today. But I really don't know what to say. Yeah, I'm it- shocked. I'd shocked is probably an apt word. Like, I for whatever about. I mean, we kind of all the warning signs were there coming into this, right? Conan O'Donnell was on the podcast last week and told us about the work Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown were doing in the Sunwolves and the incredible intensity that he saw the training they were doing there. Uh, we had we, myself and yourself spoke to Scott Fardy and James Lowe, who had told us that Michael Leach told them they had a plan that they two years out this all stuff is coordinated for. But nevertheless, this is a team whose last tier one victory was over Italy. Uh, other than that, it was the 2015 World Cup. Ireland put 40 points on them in 2017. Uh, this wasn't expected. And you can point to all that stuff and praise Japan all you want. But it still is, I think, where we should start in any kind of... Um, I was like, there's going to be plenty of knee-jerk reactions. Mm. N- nowhere more so than here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think where you start is with the Ireland's underperformance before you move on to how all the praise and plaudits that Japan will justifiably get elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I mean, this is the knee-jerk podcast. We'll be back on, like, I mean, we make no apologies for it. We haven't re-watched the game. We haven't, um, do, like, heard all of the reaction. We will be back on Tuesday with a kind of a more considered look. So we make no apologies for knee-jerkiness. And look, I think ultimately this will go down as a very good day for rugby. But you know, in South Africa, I'm sure they weren't celebrating that particular fact in 2015, and neither will we in Ireland, to, at least today. You know, while we will talk about Japan and their good performance, Ireland's performances have to, like, uh, as you said, this is the this is the real thing. Them spending two years targeting us versus us only talking to them on, or, you know, looking at us on Monday for the first time, fair comment. It shouldn't mean that Japan should beat Ireland in the World Cup. Humidity, heat, those guys looked out in their feet after 20 minutes. I have to say, I didn't envy them. It looked impossible. And Japan were playing such a high-tempo, uh, quick game, barely using the rook, as you were saying, during the match. You know, that don't envy them that. That's really difficult. We should be able to overcome it. There's no excuse. The referee, I thought, was particularly poor. Seemed to be refereeing one side of it. Again, I mentioned that on Twitter. People are saying, don't make excuses. I was like, I'm not making excuses. I just think that's a separate thing that annoyed me as an Ireland fan watching the match. However, we should be able to overcome it. There's no excuse for Ireland losing to Japan in the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, like for me again, it's the the one thing that I, if we go back to what happened after the Scotland game and how we analysed that game, the one thing that I'd said repeatedly at the time, and I this actually proved my point way more than that did. Ireland's game was entirely predicated on their front five winning those tight collisions. On it's a power based game. It's always has been. That's what they did best in twenty eighteen. That's why. It, when it works, it looks so brilliant because you see James Ryan and Tyke Furlong and CJ Sander literally steamrolling people by penetrating the game at every single line. You see Maria hanging box kicks and Earls and Scott are flooding the channels but winning ball back. It looks totally dominant and powerful because it is. When it doesn't work, it looks so glaring because you see those, those very same players literally stopped in their tracks or unable to get beyond the game line. And the, particularly, I thought the front five, like... For all the talk about uh, superior scrum and Japan replicating Japan what Ireland doing a great, great yeah. Japan had that their scrum down. You could actually see the seriousness that they took it. They had like 
when you look I remember uh, speaking of Conan actually I remember when I played with Conan he used to be on to me the whole time he was a prop I was a flanker and he would be in my ear constantly about me not scrummaging enough I wasn't giving him enough support that he particularly from your back row that and he was he was he used to absolutely hammer it about it when I'm behind him like be, uh, your job here is to pack down for the scrum and I just thought that Japan's body shape for their scrum I once said you actually said it looked like a computer game when we were watching it that like it, it, it was eight players like totally in unison drive straight through together the ball went in was hooked and was passed out, out. When, it was, not, none of the 16 players had moved it, it was kind of it was a scrum from a time that probably never existed you know it's like <laughs> something that is, 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 is copybook you know and so Ireland could never exert themselves there That's line out two throws that weren't where one was a total overthrow the other one was picked off that might be down to the call the def- first one definitely was down to a call that was just an overthrow and you could see um, there was Roy Best held up his hand to apologise after that as well but they never exerted themselves in those exchanges and I think like a lot of that is down to like the conditions <laughs> The conditions are important. They're all a factor, those things that we went through. They are. They're all a reason that we lost the game, but none of them are good enough, I suppose. Is, is, yeah, ultim- yeah, ultimately, yeah. And that's like, that. Like you hit the nail on the head there. The ultimate conclusion that I would have coming out of this game and that I think anybody else could, will take from this, and this is how I finished my copy as well, it just wasn't good enough. It's not good enough. You can. I don't think you could make complaints. I don't think, like, for all, if 2018 was a year of kind of you know, recognition of this great team. Yeah. I think this year should be, 2019 should be a year of reflection. Like you, you need to understand how, what has happened to, for this game not to move out. And to be honest, a part of me was kind of thinking that, like I've tremendously enjoyed this World Cup and the reason I've tried to this World Cup is because across the board, smarter teams are winning. So you look at New Zealand against South Africa and how clever they were when they moved uh, the crossfield kick for Bridges, The that, you know, that was that was clever. That was you got a, a rush defense, a really physical, a way bigger team. How do you do that? You move the ball quickly through the boot. When Ireland were at their best today, it was exactly that. Early on, yeah, exactly. When we were trying to like, you know, I I getting a little bit of slagging for kind of writing a piece at halftime about how Jack Carty's career had come alive today, and you know, we started writing that after kind of thirty minutes, and that's exactly what was the case. And we just never did it again, you know. And obviously, everything collapsed after that. But like. They were trying a few different things, and it was like once the once the pressure came on, Ireland reverted to type. And there's a part of me that it's like I want to go back to your point about you know if that front five doesn't dominate, what are we? Because we did see it in the Six Nations, and we went from thinking how is this team who beat the All Blacks, who won the Grand Slam, who beat Australia over there in a series, and done everything they did in 2018, how have they become this turgid? like go nowhere team so quickly in the England and Wales games last year and even in you know even in some of the other games that they won in the Six Nations and I think it goes back to your exact point there is that if that isn't working that doesn't look right it looks like it looks like a team that haven't a clue what they're doing it looks like a team that are never going to break the game line if they're here for another month and that's how Ireland looked at certain like when we eventually did get the ball after Japan probably having it between the first half and the second half for about a combined 40 minutes in reality Ireland when they eventually did and ended up giving a penalty away um, under the Japanese posts just kind of were that again were kind of like that first ball kind of running up the middle no imagination or play and so it's all very well to go to plan b early in the game and have those cross field kicks and do a few diff- nice things when everything is calm but ireland's inability to change the game plan when the chips are down has been the hallmark of everything that's gone wrong this year would you agree with that yeah and i i, I and i i think a lot of that actually comes down to game management like when you look at 
we can move on to talk uh, briefly about Japan in this conversation, actually, because if you look at the way Japan played rugby, like I love that Japan Japanese team. I love so much about them. I think uh, Tony Brown and Jamie Joseph are two of the most underrated coaches in world rugby. I, they should absolutely be in the conversation for the next New Zealand job, as yeah. they probably are after this weekend. And th- what like the way you play a team like that in reality is you starve them of auction. You do what Ireland do best. You keep the ball in close exchanges. You don't, if you kick the ball, you are not kicking it to their back three. You're putting the ball out of play or you're, it's a contestable box kick that you win back. But you absolutely don't. The, you try and starve them of possession. You don't let their, this kind of quick off and running game. You slow rook ball massively. Like they, do you see, Nagari is, like the performance he put in today, the, it's fantastic, like the, the half, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that, a lot of that is down to quick supply of ball, and you know, Peter Matney tried to actually got on the wrong side of Gardner wrongly at once, Josh Van Fryer got on the wrong side of Gardner wrongly once for being pinned, but they were trying to slow a ball, they kind of recognised that threat, weren't able to do it, but our, like Ireland's inability to recognise that their game management, particularly in the second half, was getting away from them, and to fix that, is glaring, like it's a really glaring failing in a game like that, and it's, it's like it's not only that's a consistent failing in this team that when yeah. they, they can't they don't seem to be able to recognize when those when it's so painfully obvious you need to grab grab a hold of something here like and I think like I, I don't want to be too harsh on any player after that because it, it was a general malaise like a total underperformance by it, like the collective but a lot of that is down to your halfbacks like your ha- your yeah. scrum half and out half really really need to take control of a game in that circumstance if that is like directing players. Don't you? I don't want you to throw an offer. Just take this ball around the corner. Take so if that's you're out half trying to grab a game, but it's got from neck. Not like you're for all his brilliance in the first half. I think he Carty was too loose in a game where possession is nine tenths of the law yeah. in this in the second half. And that, yeah. that that is it's such a like this. It so often happens that when you the only time when you really appreciate the best Irish performances from George Smith era is in their absence. The only time you really appreciate. Johnny Sexton or Bundyaki is when they're not actually there we said the same thing about CJ Stander when he was gone you only really appreciate their absence when they're not there I think today was a, another demonstration of that that the, there's so many like small little linchpins in this team and that their inability to kind of to deal with that kind of stuff is and you know what I mean there's other like I think a lot of that might be down to the lack of leadership on the field the fact that you're, you're first three choice captains all gone effectively towards the end of the and game then, yeah, uh, yeah. certainly didn't help but like ultimately that that would be my takeaway that this there's elements of this that hints at previous failings and I, that's why I keep saying like I do think that this should be <laughs> this should be a learning Mick it's, we're, we're, I just we're wonder all, what the learning is because I don't know how much this team can learn in this shortest period of time it's funny you say the the, the, the loose kicking is exactly it, it, I think illustrates the point of how Ireland aren't doing proper game management that aren't doing proper plan B is that what Japan did and what we've seen from the best performances in the World Cup so far is you play the game that's in front of you. It's like, as rugby people would say, you play a bit of footy. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, you know, when you hear it from non-Southern Hemisphere people, it sounds a bit weird, but that is actually what you kind of need to do is like, just play the game in front of you. It's just a sport. There's 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 a little bit of magic in it. There's a little bit of playing what's in front of you. Ireland don't play what's in front of them. So kicking those balls, for example, um, Carty hit one early in the second half that you said has to find touch, has to find touch. And... I'm thinking to myself, that ball's bounced three times before the fullbacks got to it. You know, that's exactly what you want in the modern game rather than find the touch. However, 
Not in this match. No. Because in this match, Ireland couldn't get Japan off the field. They couldn't get the ball out of their hand. They couldn't stop them from getting yards. And they couldn't slow the tempo of the game down. And it's exactly what we needed. We were goosed out on our feet. They weren't. They had all the momentum. And Ireland needed to kill it. And they didn't recognise that. And I think that's an example of something that happened all over the field and in every position. Ireland didn't adapt to the match that was in front of them. They didn't adapt to this team that was coming at them 100 miles an hour. As you said, even O'Matany, you know... Um, he probably, like, you know, he gave away a few penalties. He had to be taken off because he was about to get a sin bin and then we really would have been in trouble. But at least he was saying, we need to do something here. We need to stop this, you know. Um, I just can't understand how the rest of them can't, you know, they're professional rugby players. They're, they're some of the best players in the world and they're better rugby players than these guys. I don't know whether they're not being let or whether they just can't react. And that's kind of what I get on to next. It's like, what is it about the Irish psyche? Because, okay, that last kick where Joey Carberry kicked the ball out I've seen the New Zealand Herald call it like this confounding thing that rocked the World Cup I've seen other people talk about how ridiculous the thing it was why did he kick it out why aren't Ireland trying to go down the field and run 120 metres and score a try in my opinion he was right to do that because this Ireland team would have never scored a try however if that was New Zealand South Africa Australia France England right they're going to try it because they'll they'll try they'll might do something and they'll have a way of doing it whereas ireland's ireland would never have done that in 100 years you know what i mean it was it was a it was it was a risk to get no reward from if he hadn't kicked the ball out you know risk losing the ball what is it about us why have we we're you know these guys are as talented as anyone else or as skillful as anybody else it's a mindset we never go out and play that kind of rugby that japan played today we don't we can play better and we can play more effectively and we can score more points. But we can't play in that kind of up-tempo, pacey game where we don't rely on a rook or a set pe- set piece or a structure. Everything has to be so structured with us. Yeah, like, and that's, I mean, that's been a failing of this team for a long time. They've it's gotten a failing of the sport almost in the country going back generations. Like, yeah. And, but, like, I mean, I, I think, like, they're there's remedies outside of that like you, you mix it with different so I'm gonna like and as I said like I think there's a lot to be said for the fact that Japan got their reward today for that like if we're getting into I think the the analysis of Ireland's feelings will kind of unfold over the next couple of weeks like you pick up that carcass over the next week or so and as you look back on it and why like why didn't some more of those strike plays work like they for just off the top of my head here they ran a really clever lineup play the ball off the top loop it on the back and the entire move breaks down like that like even the stuff they do well didn't work today yeah. which is a like actually that's a bigger worry than the fact that there's not another style like and a credit to the japanese oh, coaching and, and, and as well that's and, actually, and being targeted and the lady said i'm that the lady said that that's actually the if we're going to finish on any note i think it should be that note it's the fact that luke thompson who uh, conan actually on Last week's podcast, Conan O'Donnell told us about playing with him in and how, how happy he was about his experience in Black Rock was phenomenal. Was now coming off the field, he could you told that yeah, he wasn't <laughs> able to make it off almost. Yeah, he looked <laughs> about sixty five. But that's a thirty eight year old putting in nineteen tackles. Um, Morris beside him put in twenty. Like that, I think that Japan ultimately were fully deserving of the the win today, and that's why I'm glad that on this podcast we didn't really like. I think next week we can get into refereeing failings, not just in this game but across the horn. But I don't think that's the, it's the time and place for it now. Like the, if I was to finish on any note, I think it's 
the Japans were fully deserving of the victory and they were deserving because a lot of it is down to the style that they played and I think that like if when you asked me earlier what is the learning for Ireland I think that's the learning like I think you have to recognise that the way the game has developed over the last two years it's the smartest teams are still ultimately coming out on top like it's not you can be structured and you can have sensational strike plays and you, you, you know you can do all that kind of stuff but ultimately it's t- those kind of teams who are out like it and that goes back like that is a that's a as you mentioned it's a mindset thing but it's also it's a coaching thing like it's how you why uh, like you don't want to overreact to this one game but if you were to look at <laughs> we've never lost to a team like as as lowly as Japan before in the World Cup if, like you could argue that they're coming and that Argentina were only doing that in 99 and maybe that was a similar thing but even Ireland in 99 went that should have really hammered Argentina that game weirdly got away from us in the last 20 minutes and they were off. Like, anyway, sorry to interrupt but this is a massive deal is my point Ireland this is a low point in Irish rugby history and we shouldn't underestimate that and so if you were to look at what Japan did well right just like I think this uh, the final thing I'd like to say in this game if you look at what Japan did well Japan were incredibly quick tempo their offloading ability was fantastic their support lines were brilliant all that stuff is kind of ingrained like intricate coaching I can't like I if you were to look at that game, how much emphasis would you say Japan placed on rucking or scrumming or like are they go, do they are they going to training yeah. for for an hour to spend on the ruck and fifteen minutes running attack at the very end of training? If they were well organized, I thought in those in those set pieces, but it wasn't it didn't define how they played exactly. I yeah, yeah. The, I think there's a like there's a whole bigger picture beyond that, and I think that that might be something that. Irish rugby could actually learn from this is like how you develop and coach teams is so important in terms of and that's like Japan have had the benefit of having like the same way that Ireland has the benefit of having four provinces they've had the benefit of the bulk of that team in with the Sunwolves for the guts of two years working with the same coaches working with them now and the, like, that's the the fruit of that is beating Ireland today yeah and look I, I, I wish Japan the best look I, I think it is it is genuinely a good day for rugby and and it's great to see and we shouldn't underestimate that and this is a, like we've talked about the unfairness of the system with tier two and all like let's not forget this world cup is here that's a massive deal let's hopefully at least if we can't welcome every other team let's hopefully welcome japan in the way that argentina have in the past to what is at least known as tier one but just like they were great and they played exciting rugby and i don't think i think i was losing to any other team would be seen almost differently there's no there's no denying that japan were very very good today you know you could it's, it's obvious if you never watched the game of rugby in your life they were the team that looked like the 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 superstars and we look like the kind of uh <laughs> the underdogs yeah. trying to uh, weed out a result and that started well and fa- failed faded away you know it couldn't have been more written like that um the only thing i'd say is that ireland if you look at I've been looking at kind of a lot of old Rugby World Cup moments and it's kind of like France scoring from their own end line and all of that. And it goes back to the kind of Carberry thing again. And I feel that Japan had that in them today and I don't feel Ireland have it in them. I think that it's all, you could say, oh, let's bring in Jordan Armour because he's that type of player. But you need 15 players being like that. You need 15 players to almost be able to go off script together. It almost needs to be scripted that you can go off script. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it has to be almost part of the game plan that we can try things. And other than 
the crossfield kicks that we talked about and different things ireland don't try anything and, and those crossfield kicks were with penalty advantage i mean that's they were of course yeah, yeah, yeah that's a massive massive point actually yeah um but ireland don't try things and i think that the game even in the space of a year as this regularly happens in the in world cup years that in the space of a year the game can move on very quickly and it's really really d- disappointing and worrying that we seem to have been left behind by that there's a long way to go there's a lot can happen we can be saying do you remember we lost to japan after we go out and still you know maybe give new zealand the game and play the game in their lives and all because it's good rugby players it's not impossible for this to happen but my worry would be today's evidence and the evidence of 2019 in general might be that like the game's moved on in a way that we haven't followed yeah, like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's probably a fair assessment. This is a, this is a team that want to play on their terms, and they haven't demonstrated the ability to uh, change that up. And if they can, like, if they can catch in a potential quarterfinal, if they can catch any opponent and play it on their own terms, they're well capable of beating them. But if that game descends to the kind of the what chaos, today, yeah. the, I, as I, I said to you, it's it's disravelling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, I mean it's unraveling. But um, if they, it goes that way again, I think that it gets away from Ireland and it just, yeah. that's just a fact don't play well in chaos we've done 20 minutes there that was our knee jerk podcast we'll be back with our <laughs> real considered podcast where we'll have uh, we'll talk to somebody and Morris will have I'm sure rewatched the game two or three times and um, you know g- give us the lowdown on how brilliant Japan were and how poor Ireland were and we we might even talk about the ref but the, as, as Morris says the general refereeing performances of the World Cup so far that are a slight worry um, we'll do all that on Tuesday we'll be back with you then loads of stuff to read on balls.ie about that we haven't had a chance to go into here because we're trying to keep it quick like the permutations of what have to happen in the group now for Ireland to top the group for Ireland to qualify in second place and so on and so forth there's still a long way to go in this group that Scotland Japan game is definitely going to be very interesting lots more besides you can check that all out on site we'll be back with you on Tuesday there'll be lots more as well uh, say the the um, Bosley football show will be with you on Tuesday as well we'll have more next week as well including Stephen Ferris on the Build Up podcast we'll have Brent Pope with us back in the studio there's going to be a lot of post-mortems over the next week but um, you know suddenly we'll be playing again on Thursday so it's not it's, it's not going to last forever um, thanks a million to Morris and we will chat to you soon <laughs>